Isn't it rich? Are we a pair? Me here at last on the ground And you in Send in the clowns Isn't it bliss? Don't you approve? One who keeps tearing around And one who can't move Dale the snail looks so tired yet depressed. <laughs> Is it because of the Joker movie? Part of it, bro. Part of it. Part of it. Like I can see your eyes are red. Like you're just ready to cry right now. I'm ready to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. have you been up to this weekend? Besides watching Joker, of course. Uh, nothing much really. Just chilled. Uh, Joker movie, band practice, and church. Nothing much though. Oh. Watch the game. Oh. Yeah. What, what game? There's been so many. The Liverpool game. Oh, the Liverpool game. The controversial one. The controversial one. I didn't see it. I, I had... Was it on Saturday? I think. Yeah. Yeah, I... Ah, like family was over and all that and they brought like you know the kids and uh, so I, I, I think I heard about it but either way yeah you guys are on top of the table so and we're 8 points clear now mm, I City saw that I saw that so I'm gonna put it out there we are not a sports channel <laughs> yeah we're not a sports <laughs> channel I'm just gonna end this and say I guess this is, this might be really no. oh, yeah there's 30 games left to go I know there's a lot that can I happen. know I know, but anyway, we're not talking about sports today. Today we're talking about Joker. If where have you been this past weekend? If you haven't seen Joker yet, and now you're deciding to listen to this podcast, I mean, if you look at the numbers, it looks like the whole world has seen Joker. It, pretty much, it made two hundred and fifty-four, fifty-six, thirty-six. I don't know. Yeah, looking we, at the numbers, now. we we all know it was two hundred and something. Thirty-four. Million. 34, 200, 234 in its opening uh, that's worldwide. weekend, worldwide. For an R-rated movie, that's amazing. That's impressive. Do you think they're going to get the billion? No. Oh. I don't think a movie like this has a rewatch value. Uh, I think... I think. The... I know there's certain people that I've seen, like YouTubers and stuff, that have gone back to watch the movie. Because of, as we'll discuss in the spoiler review... It's over, they already know. They read the title. Yeah. And we're not gonna say it again, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh yeah, you were saying the guys from YouTube. Stop yeah, being so tired. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Uh yeah, they've been saying that they've gone back to watch the movie. I think people will go back and watch this movie because of the ending. And it's part of the reason why I want to watch the movie again, but at the same time, the movie hit me in such a way that I'm not ready to watch it again. Okay, then let's talk about this. We're gonna talk about the ending now. Yeah, let's 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 do it in reverse, basically. Let's rather talk about the ending now. So the ending, last spoiler alert. We're done now. <laughs> like no more spoiler. 
you know, warnings. So yeah, this it's is over. the last one. This if you haven't over. watched the movie and you listen past this point, you're, you're on your own. Blame Dale. Don't blame me. No, don't blame me. I didn't do nothing. I warned you guys twice. Blame Dale. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. But, um, okay, yeah. So the ending. The ending. So the ending goes, Joker is in Arkham Asylum now. Yes. After committing all of his crimes. And then eventually they talk and he's talking to the therapist. or the, And eventually, you know, he's, he's laughing, laughing. The therapist asks what's so funny. And he says, Joker says, you wouldn't get it. And then, as we see, it cuts to a hallway in the mental institution and you see Joker walking out. But as he's walking out, uh, he leaves footprints of blood Uh on the floor. And then you just see him take a right and somebody's chasing him and then it ends. So, that's it. It just ends and it fades to black. Or, well, right's the end and then fades to black. So... Some people were confused. There were some sort of um, theories going on saying that this whole time, because firstly is that Todd Phillips says that Joker is an unreliable narrator mm-hmm. uh, due to the fact that what we've seen um, throughout the film, you know, all of the plot twists, the fact that we thought he was dating that girl, I think they had it seemed like they liked each other. I personally thought she was just going to die. She couldn't, she wasn't going to take. Didn't she die? She did, but I thought they were like in a relationship. Like, eventually oh. she wasn't going to take him being a psychopath, you know. And then Make eventually, sure that was all in his head. Yeah, but it was all in his head, and you know, and eventually she go. I mean, Joker goes into her apartment, and we guess kill her because we don't see that scene. But yeah, that's just one example of how he's an unreliable narrator to the whole story. So now there was that theory going on saying that whole thing happened in his head yeah in uh, while he was in Arkham Asylum but then you see if that theory was true then the whole movie makes no sense yeah legitimately it doesn't because why would you call a joker if you're just gonna make it you're gonna create this character and then at the same time not create him at all I, I I yeah, I think it's a far-fetched theory and probably Todd Phillips is laughing right now. Like, wow, is that what you guys could really come yeah, up but, with? But at, but at the same time, I think it's really smart. They shot this movie in such a way where um, you don't know what's real and what's not when you get to the end of the movie. Yeah. Because, like, people are also theorizing that the scene with Thomas Wayne okay, yeah. was in his head. Because <sighs> how that... How that thing is shot, where after he gets hit in the face, yeah, and he's kind of like hunching over, yeah. The next scene is immediately him in the same position, but in his bathroom, uh, and they kind of foreshadow that he, they do foreshadow in the beginning of the movie that he has, where he starts imagining things when, when he's laying in bed with his mom and yeah. he thinks he's on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, like I say. Any scene could be imagination. Any scene could be fake. Some people say that he died in the car accident. Okay, in my opinion, this is my opinion. Every theory that everybody's putting out there, I'm putting this in my mind. I don't. Th- I think everything was shot to be real, and Todd did it in a way of 
I'll rather show you what's fake than what's real. Because it wouldn't make sense now. How does Joker become, you know, mm. Joker? How is he going to be known? And this was a perfect story. Hence why you say it wouldn't make sense towards yeah. the end that it, it's like, yeah, it we built him. Yeah, so I personally think Todd was like, he wasn't going to do anything where it's like, hey guys, you guys should actually guess what scene is is um, fake or not. He actually put that assumption that I'll show you immediately in the movie. Mm-hmm. And then that's about it. And the fact is, he actually killed that psychiatrist then. Yeah. Um, I wish they showed us him. You see, here's the thing. If they showed us how, like, I wanted to see how he killed the psychiatrist. Not because I wanted to see her die. More that I just wanted to... Okay, what does this character become? You know? But I think that would have solidified, hey, this really happened. He really is a serial killer now. He really is a Joker. You know, he really is the Joker, you know? But they didn't. They just show hints that he killed her with the security guards chasing him afterwards. And he runs one way, then he runs the, the other, other way. way which and, is very comedic. And it's... And the footprints of blood as well. You see, this this movie is literally written for those people that are going to study the movie. You know, like hardcore fans who have yeah. the time to watch every scene. Yeah. Because some people are theorizing that even the first scene where he gets the signboard taken away, that that all happened in his head and he actually stole the signboard. Just like what he said, what Arthur Fleck said, why would I keep a sign? Like... Why yeah, would but he... at the same time, it shows exactly that this guy is so crazy, he doesn't even know himself what he's doing. And that's why I say there's nothing in this movie, like you said, Joker's the worst narrator, a most unreliable yeah. narrator. So if that's the case, then anything that you see in this movie is either real or not real in, in the movie. So it kind of makes it weird at the end of the day because now now you say okay what was real what really happened what didn't happen um even the gun you know i've seen a lot of people saying that the theory is that he bought the gun and that you just blame that guy because he doesn't remember he doesn't know that he bought the gun but that wouldn't make sense why then would the guy um that's all in his head talk to him and tell him uh you got your story straight right did he? Did that scene happen? Yeah, okay, so uh, to jog your memory and everybody's memory, there was the scene, I forgot the guy's name, who gave him the gun to Joker, and um, he is accompanied by his friend, uh, the midget, I have to put it that way. But No, but wasn't, was but, that the same scene that he died? Yeah, because he's, he, he tells um, Arthur... Listen, uh, the cops are asking me questions. You got yours. What did you say to them? You got your uh, story straight. No, what, what, wasn't he saying that the cops are asking us questions about the gun and stuff? Yeah, so that's why. No, I'm, but he wasn't saying specifically like, "Hey, did you get your story straight?" It's more like, you know, they're asking about you and and the gun and I don't know. Like that's how I say. Things like that, you need to watch the movie back. And I, small I, things like that. I guess, but for me, I like I said, on my opinion, I still think Todd 
didn't write the story for us to you know examine bit by bit and see what is real and what is wrong, uh, what is not. He deliberately showed that I'll show you what was fake, what was in his head, and I'll show you what's really happening. And to me, it 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 builds Joker to be, you know, very powerful in that sense. I I think I think the opposite. You know, like I'm. I think that he wrote the script in such a way that not deliberately not like on the nose like hey not like inception what's real what's not yeah more like more like some scenes were real some scenes were in his head and it's up for interpretation you know it's up to the person watching like I guess. I think because everyone will understand. Like, I related to the Joker in this Yeah, movie. I also did a lot. So, everyone will have their own points of view yeah. when, when watching a movie. That's why you'll see some guys in The Dark Knight. They're like, yeah, but the Joker's got the right idea. You know? No, but Batman... Had another right idea. Same thing with in Infinity War and Endgame. In exactly. Avengers, it was like, but Thanos has a point, though. But genocide in, isn't cool. Yeah. And then it's like, but yeah, but he's got a point. Global warming, but... Global anyway. blah, and I mean, he's doing it randomly. So it's not like he's choosing. So exactly. Stuff like that. So people have their own opinions on things. And I think it's the same with this movie. It's where you place yourself, where the movie places you in the movie. Because that's what the movie does really well. It takes... Oh, my phone. Ah, we're dropping things again today. <laughs> <laughs> it takes... It takes you and it sucks you into the movie. And it's almost like you become your own character in the movie. Okay. And then you, you're watching... You, you're watching the movie from Joker's point of view. From, yeah, I guess. From Arthur Fleck's point of view. You know, you... There's not one scene with him not in the movie. It's and that's why I say again. Whoa! I actually didn't notice that until now. You're right. That's what I'm saying. I don't think there's any scene in this movie that can either be real or fake, because he's in every single scene in this movie. There's not a single scene where he's not in the movie. He may be off shot, but he's always in the scene. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. Can you remember one scene where he's no, not in the movie? I'm no. talking about a scene, not a shot. I'm like a, a whole scene. scene, yeah. No, I haven't, you know, where maybe somebody's talking at Wayne Inter- Enterprise and they were like, he came, some w- w- random guy came. No, there's nothing like that. You're right. He's, He's in, in every, every single scene. scene. Well, that's actually cool now that I think about it. That's why I say I don't think everything we see in the movie is real. I think some of it is made up, some of it is fact, and some of it is his own imagination. Hmm. Okay. Because wow. they do show in the beginning of the movie that he was in Arkham Asylum before this. Okay. Remember that? When he's banging his head against the door. Oh, okay, yeah, I remember that. And then... I remember that. So that's why people are thinking that the end of the movie is that he none of it happened. Or it all did happen. Then all of this is his memory. So difficult. You see, that's why I'm saying I'm still taking the second one that it's, it's now all his memory. But uh, the fact that Todd, you see, you see, let me just stop you there. I think the movie would be a better movie if it was his memory, but his own memory, his own messed up memory of it. Maybe it didn't happen exactly that way. I like that. I like that. That that I can agree on. 
Yeah. That I can agree like, on. Like, I don't think everything happened the same way it happened in the movie. But if it's his own messed up memory on how things happened, I think that's the perfect Joker. Right? No, that is. That's that is perf- the perfect. Because, because let's think about it, right? If we think about it in real life, when somebody's like, hey, let me tell you a story about one, two, three, four. Mm. You don't get all of your facts right. Somebody be like, no, but the gun you had or the cat you saw, it was actually blue. It wasn't purple. Just, you know, mm. crazy example. And you're like, no, but I swear it was like this. That's your memory. But you're right. Everything that did happen, it happened. Like, yeah, it happened. But there's a few details that you're you're forgetting, or mm. that you actually mix mixed a little bit. That I could agree on. Because that I could agree on totally. Because I watch. I don't know if you watch Jeremy Johns. No, I do not. He's a YouTuber. Go check him out. Okay. Uh, he did a video of interpretation. Uh, say the word for me. Interpret. Uh, interpret. Interpretations, great, and, great. Now we've and theories about the Joker movie, and he said somewhere that there's a line in a comic, I think it's a Killing Joke, where he says, "My backstory is kind of like a multiple choice. Pick one end." Because even in the Dark Knight Rises, they keep asking him how he got his cars. You mean the Dark Knight? The Dark Knight, yeah. sorry. And he says, "My dad put a knife in my mouth and he cut it up. I killed my wife and I cut my mouth." He doesn't give a straight answer. He always gives a different answer when he when he asks himself almost like, "How do you think I got these cars?" So, Jeremy Johns was saying that this movie almost does the same thing, where it's multiple choice. You decide. I think this is true. I think A or B is true in this answer. And then in the next scene, I think C was true or whatever. It's it's all multiple yeah, choice. Okay, makes sense. You know what I mean? Because I think that's <clears throat> the essence of the Joker is you don't know where he came from, who he is. And he's just this crazy clown who's just obsessed with killing people and Batman. And I mean, that's the deeper Joker. Then you get the kid-friendly Joker who just wants all the money in the world. Uh, yeah, 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 that Joker sucks. <laughs> but yeah... I agree because who's to say that all of this was just a made-up thing that he just made up, you know? The, the hints proving that the, that the last scene was evidence that none of this was true. I I I could go with that. I'm not I'm not disputing it at all. I, I mean I could I could I'm not I'm really. You know what would be cool if they make another Joker movie it completely differently and have it end with the same scene Ooh, todd i hope you're listening we're giving you a you know i don't even talk dc guys everybody i hope you're listening we wouldn't mind doing that lawyers i want to copyright that yeah 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 we should that's actually a really good idea that would be really good now everybody will be like okay what's real now it would be cool if it made both movies at this and release it at the same time and then different theaters were showing different ones and everyone comes out like this happened in my movie no but this happened in my movie and, and then, then it's like, everyone goes crazy like what really happened happen? <laughs> that would have been so brilliant but now what do you show at the premiere <laughs> there would be two premieres monday and tuesday yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and then after that they'll be like hey we're randomly picking cinema so each cinema can have different scenes and then we're all going to be like um with the same ending oh Oh, that would have been badass. 
Oh. That would have made me gone crazy. What? That would have been so cool. Oh my god. I'm a genius. That is a really cool idea. In this whole day I've been feeling so tired and I just came up with the best idea ever. No, that's a, that's a good idea. I won't lie. Like, I'm, I, I'd, even be, I'd even want to write that storyline. Like, same actors. Same, like, basically same, same everything. everything. Just a different story with the same ending. Oof. With that same scene of him sitting in Arkham Asylum talking to the psychiatrist. And killing her. So we presume. That would have been so oh, cool. That would be the best. Oh, man. Oh, man, yeah. That would have been awesome. I feel we can just end the video. Then. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the yeah we, can, we can just end the podcast and, and you all can just sit down and be like, wow, um, okay. <laughs> Let that marinate for a second. Wow. Wow. Hmm. Okay, let's, let's continue. Wow, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. Okay, let's talk acting and camera work and stuff. Uh, let's talk in general. What odds does this have of winning awards, mainly the Oscars? Because I feel like this movie was out there to make a statement that, unlike Black Panther, we're here to show you what an Oscar superhero movie should look like. I think personally, um, okay, firstly, uh, Larry, you did an amazing job, even though, like we said, it gets tense behind the scenes, but he's cinematographer. Cinematography work was amazing. It was by far amazing. The acting is amazing. Like, we're not even going to dispute that. Um, huh, the fact of it winning awards. I still don't think it's going to win um, Best Picture. I think it might get nominated. We definitely know what Joaquin Phoenix is going to get nominated. If he doesn't well. get nominated, then that's going to cause massive uproar. And the Oscars are tired. I think they've had it for like three, four years where they've always had um, controversial things happen to them. Well, supposedly. But in my terms, it's it's going to pick up a few awards. Probably best co- um, uh, costume design as well. Ooh, I then, feel that will go to something like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or even... But you see, it's a very tough one. I definitely know it could get nominated. Um, even... Maybe costume design, but there's so many movies. When is this movie based? Seventies. Yeah, this one was based seventies or early eighties. Early eighties, somewhere around there. Yeah. So there's so many movies based in that time area era era coming out this this year that I really think, just judging by the trailer, Ford versus Ferrari looks like it could win multiple awards for best everything. Yeah, I I know with um. With Quentin Tarantino, he always gets unlucky with his awards. He wins awards, but it's never like you know what it truly deserves. Mm. Um, but it, there's a possibility. I think it's going to be nominated for a few. Yeah. And then, like I say, they might nominate it also for best picture, probably just to it, make it, the 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 the, the world shut this? up, just to shut up. And they might not. And they'll definitely know. Oh, we're definitely not going to make um Joker win the. But would you see, but you see, if Joker gets nominated, that's a statement by the Oscars. What the statement mean? Because it's such a controversial movie. And Oscars don't like to... Be controversial. And Moonlight was also controversial. Yeah, true. 
but this is not Moonlight was controversial because of the gay um, and blacks and all of that. That's why, in my opinion, I still think it's going to be nominated. And I know, like you're saying, the Oscars love to avoid uh, controversy, but they, I think they might actually nominate it and be like, you know what, why not? But they might have this thing of, let's keep the audience silent so that we don't have a huge black uh, backlash. And then we definitely know it's not going to win. I know there was a movie two, three years back. I can't remember what it was called. But it was like a patriotic movie about slaves and stuff. 12 Years of Slave? No, no, no. I thought as much. Another, another movie. It was supposed to get nominated and stuff. But because the main actor had sex allegations against him about rape and things, they didn't nominate the movie. Oh, I actually don't know about that story. Oh, it was such a big story. Oh, I can't remember it's weird. Oh, I don't know that story. Maybe I do, but I've forgotten I think as it was well. Called Black America or something like that. See, I'm being like Joker as well. Maybe. maybe. Yeah. So, in my in my memory, it, it never okay, happened. Okay, but then again, the movie has no. There's no controversy happening around the movie. It's the media that's pushing this whole controversy. Yeah, it's it's not that there's an actor with allegations against him. It's not anything to do with anyone involved with the movie. It's more just the movie itself, quote unquote promoting gun violence promoting violence as being a solution to solving problems which it isn't and which is funny enough we've had so many movies where they promote gun violence violence in general all of this stuff i mean john wick um there's there's a there's a long year somebody might but john wick never got nominated for 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 an oscar but it's like come on but that was the media what they trying to fight here is like but come on what about these other movies it's only because John Wick is a hero and Joker is a villain. So they feel like, no, it promotes it in a way. John Wick is an anti-hero. He, yeah, he only kills bad guys. But back in the day, he's passed this from assassinating people. I think, the, for me personally, I think the media is just bored. And they just want to take it out on Joker. And that's it's it. It's a story started by one outlet and it blew up. And every outlet since has been... That's why I'm saying for them it's a slow news. Did day. you see there was a news article that wasn't BuzzFeed? It was, I think, People's Magazine. Yeah. I could be wrong. I I can't remember who it was. So, you know, take this with a grain of salt. But the actual story was that someone asked Joaquin Phoenix about the controversy about promoting violence and gun violence and whatever, and he walked out the interview. Oh. And he came back like an hour later and he said he had to speak to some people at Warner Brothers and whatever because he wasn't sure how to answer the question. But it seemed like he was walking out because he was genuinely like angry by it. Whoa. So, Whoa. That's, that's, that's quite hectic. I actually didn't even know that. Uh, uh, but you can see uh, Phoenix is very... He really doesn't want to deal with any controversy, you know. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so like, that's understandable why he he I think, did that. I think he's a private guy. Very private. He's a private he guy. He doesn't even have social media. I don't think he wants. I think he wants, in terms of accolades, I think he wants accolades for his work, work as an artist. And I don't think he wants accolades in terms of things like, you know, accusations or. 
or I know either. Or or even that thing with Larry, you know, the cinematographer. The reason I know why. Um, it's because he had, uh, like, okay, I'll say what happened during his early, I'd say, adulthood was that his brother overdosed. Yeah, Robert uh, Phoenix. Yeah, and he called 911, and that 911 call was distributed to every single news outlet, and it was played all over national TV. Mm. So since then, he's decided he's not going to ever... Yeah, that can be his main reason. Obviously, I don't want to speak about him, and I don't want to, you know. Also, if he were to be that. listening, he would feel, you know, hurt about it. It's just that's I think one of his reasons why he's like, um, I don't want to be yeah. in the media at all. So, I mean, it's a sensitive and private situation. Which yeah, which we totally respect, and we wouldn't fight it. But I've just noticed that's how Phoenix is. A Remember lot. Phoenix is also an actor. Was he? Yeah. Oh, okay. He was in. He played young Indy. Oh wow! Really? In the Last Crusade, I think it is. Oh man, that is so cool, man. That's Robert Phoenix, bro. Man, we're losing just good people out here. <sighs> that sucks. They have the coolest names, though. Yeah, they have by far. By Joaquin far. Joaquin Phoenix, River Phoenix. Imagine just go walking in there, mm-hmm. in classroom. River yeah. Phoenix. And Joaquin. Walking mm. Phoenix. You're like, whoa! The name's Phoenix. Walking Phoenix. You're like, damn! Okay. Like, I won't lie. That is a very, very cool name. Yeah. Very, very cool. Um, In terms of that, we'll see what happens. with The Oscars are very unpredictable. But I do think there's going to be a lot of awards that it's going to try and nominate. I, we know Phoenix should be nominated at least. I'm best sure it'll actor. get nominated for Best Cinematography. Probably, it will be. Because this thing is shot beautifully. The one iconic scene that I think just hands down was a Joker moment was when he was bleeding from the mouth and he stood on the car. Oh yeah, and then he made it into a, a smile. smile. Oh my word, that was, that was amazing. That was I'm like, so glad they didn't the, show that in the trailer. Oh, that was so amazing. Like, in terms of this, right, with the Joker movie, it's more like... I know some people are like, hey, but we're still waiting for more spoilers. Why can't you say? It's thing is, with this movie, you really cannot spoil it. Because we can tell you something that happens um, in the in the movie. And then when you have to go and watch it, it's a different story. So it isn't like Endgame, you know, Avengers mm-hmm. and so on. It's one of those movies, like, you have to go and experience it for yourself. yourself. And, and for you- those who have watched it, I'm pretty sure they want to hear our thoughts on Penny Fleck. And Tom Wayne and stuff like that. So maybe we can talk about that quickly. Okay. So the whole story goes that Penny keeps asking her son Arthur to check the mailbox because she keeps sending letters to Thomas Wayne because she used to work for him 30 years ago. Yeah. And at this point, Arthur Arthur is like sick and tired of it. You know why? Because Thomas hasn't responded, and, and she's Penny like, keeps on saying the same thing that he's going to make our lives much better. He's, he's a, a wealthy man, and whatever. So one night, Arthur is, you know, just chilling, and then he sees one of the letters. He opens it and he reads it, and then he finds out that he is the love child of Penny and Tom Thomas Wayne, making him the half brother of Bruce Wayne, Batman. So at this point, I was just like. You know, you and I both... Yeah, we were, gave each other the look. We're like, like, what? What? Since when? 
Okay. Okay, cool. That's one way to tie it to the Batman universe. I was also like, okay. Woo! By the way, this is Todd's um, Joker, so it doesn't relate to the comic, but we're like, okay. Okay, fine. Let's see where this goes. So then eventually he goes and he finds Thomas Wayne. Yeah. In a bathroom at a theater. Which he snuck into because there was chaos outside yeah, of what yeah. he did. How he snuck in. Uh, it was yeah. the 70s. Yeah, it happens. People can't do it. But yeah, anyway. But then again, it could have just been his imagination. Yeah, I'm maybe. Saying, well, I'm just saying it could have been his imagination. I still think it's real. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, so he walks in and he finds, Arthur, I mean, he finds Thomas in the bathroom. And he starts saying, hey, you're my father, blah, 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 blah. You know, give me a hug, you know. And then he's like, your penny flex, son. And then he starts telling him, no, listen. Your mother adopted you. Your mother was crazy. Your mother was in a mental institute. Mm -hmm. Blah, 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 blah. And Arthur refused to believe it, gets punched in the face. And then Thomas walks away and he's just like, if you ever come near me or my family again, you know, you'll call the cops. I don't know what he said. And then I think, yeah. Later on in the movie, he sees he goes to the same institute, I think goes to I think Arkham. Arkham, yes, and right. tries to get the files to make sure that what Thomas said is true. And well, he stole the file and and eventually... He finds out that his mother was crazy. And he was adopted. And he is the way he is because he was abused as a child. Yes. And manipulated by his mother. So, in terms of that, so the whole, he's um, Bruce Wayne's half-brother, it fell out. So, we were like, okay, everything's back to normal now. Which leads to the most significant, or one of the most significant parts of the movie, is when Arthur Fleck stops, becoming, stops being Arthur Fleck and becomes the Joker when he kills his mother. Because all innocence that he had... Is finally gone. Is finally gone. Because he's given up on his on him on himself as a person, he's given up on his memories that he's been led to have, and he's killing all of that and becoming himself, just his own person now. His own thing, yeah. But there was also that. Do you think they actually ended up dead having an affair, Thomas Wayne and Penny Flick? I don't think so. I think so because in the file. It says, Thomas Wayne says, I love your smile. So there was a comment there. So I personally think they did have um, an affair and so on. I don't think it was that deep. Though. But it wasn't deep. Because there was adoption papers. Uh, so There was adoption papers there. So basically, he it was probably just a fling. And then Thomas was like, okay. Oh, you're crazy. You're a bit crazy now. So I think, nope, let's leave this. And probably that's how she lost her job. Maybe crazy isn't the right word. Maybe just mentally ill. Yeah, mentally ill. And you know? yeah, and he thought, nope, I'm out officially. Obviously, that time Arthur was around. He, he knew. Thomas knew about Arthur. So, mm. yeah, eventually she came into her mind and created that whole story. But it was also cool in a way because somebody says this can also build up the hatred that Joker has towards Batman as well. Which I hope they don't do. Because apparently Joaquin Phoenix only signed on because he was promised not to multiple. He was promised not to have to do multiple movies, which I think is a good idea, because we did mention this on our way back home after watching the movie that we don't think there's going to be another Joker. This was a once-off Joker movie. Yeah, I think it should remain that way. I mean, if it 
they try and tie it in, it won't make sense because this Joker will be, I mean, Arthur's at least 35. Yeah. Like the youngest. 35. Yeah, so now when he becomes Batman, he's going to be like, what, s- close to 65, maybe even 70. And then he'll put, he'll put the Batman movie in the 90s, at the very least. But that means, yeah, we're going to get the unless, earliest, earliest unless Batman. Unless we get old Batman and Grandpa Joker. Which I'm doubtful that will ever happen. I mean, and then another thing is, sorry to disturb yeah. you, is that the way Bruce's parents also got killed, because uh, yeah, that's a very important scene. Because Joker didn't ever implement any of that at all. Yes, like we said, it's their own universe, but now it wouldn't also make one hundred percent sense because it was just a, a robbery that that just went wrong. No, all the way through the movie, as soon as they introduced us to Bruce Wayne, you know, I thought. You know, it'll be... I thought it'll be a good idea for them to end the movie with Joker killing Thomas. And then killing his mother. Thus, you creating your own story in your head thinking, Oh, this is why Bruce hates the Joker so much. Yeah. You know, because the Joker killed his parents. If it wasn't for him, his parents would have been still alive, all that. Yeah, But yeah. now, there's like we said, there's so many things that a lot of people might fight and say, but... The story we've always been given is that Joker got introduced later on when Batman when was very much Batman was very much Batman, and now he was loved by the city and so on. So it wouldn't make sense that you know this Batman knew Joker since he was young, and it would just create a lot of uh, you know conflict. So this is why we think it should just remain as a standalone film. And it seems like Phoenix as well wants it to be a standalone film. He doesn't want to do any, which I, mean, I think is great because we're now not going to appreciate him being Joker. Because anything that they do forward either takes away, will will take away from this movie because it will give what happened in this movie less significance. Yeah, very true. Because they're going to try and build upon it, making the world bigger, making the first movie lesser than what mm. it was. You know, just like every other movie that didn't deserve a sequel. Lion King. (laughs) Hard, that movie. But then, if you have to rate the movie out of 10? I'd give it a 9.5 out of 10. 9.5. Simply for the fact that I have not stopped thinking about the movie since Friday afternoon. I'd give it a 9 out of 10. Same reason, and it was very different, and it was great what DC had to do, and... I'm glad Warner Brothers and DC decided, and Todd, uh, all of them decided not to hold back. Yeah. Um, and it was just amazing. It was great to see uh, a different Joker, and I really can't stop thinking about the movie as well. Uh-huh. I still want to also go and watch it again, but at the same time, I'm thinking, oh, I really need again. to recover. I, I'm I'm happy with the one, uh, the first time screening, and then I'll see it maybe again when it comes out on digital. A digital release blu-ray and maybe see it again when i'm a bit calm and what to expect but other than that i don't think i want to go and see it again right now it's a bit it's hectic it's still a bit fresh still way too fresh the wound is way 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 too fresh um to end it off uh you want to end it on a high note it's a great movie and I hope to see more comic book movies do something like this. Where, like, Marvel movies do it, where some movies 
Like Ant Man is a heist movie. You know? Cool, cool, yeah, I get it. Endgame is a time heist movie. It's uh Captain America the First Avenger is a period piece. You know, those are subtle subgenres within the comic book genre. Right. This was a full on comic book movie it it was comic book movie was the subgenre. This was very much a character study slash tragedy slash thriller slash drama slash you, you name you it. You can keep yeah. listing. It, this movie is very versatile, very cool, very fresh. Um, and I think through this, we'll see that comic book movies will live on. Because a lot of people talk about how comic book movies will die now. I don't think they will die because if you can do stories like this, you can, you can do, do anything. Any story. Any story. Wow. Okay. Wow, that's a really, really cool high note. Well, in that case, in that case, then I can go and say bye, and we'll see you on the, well, we won't see. They'll hear us on the next podcast. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be talking about a little... Morty, 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 Morty. Bye. Bye. has lost its way. What kind of coward would do something that cold-blooded? Someone who hides behind a mask. I used to think that my life was a tragedy. But now I realize it's a comedy. If you just...